listening to a Sharesies podcast. Now my hi to my, it's Tuesday the 14th of September. This is Recap, brought to you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. I came here for a manicure and all I got was a financial disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Hi Cassie. Hey Jose, how's How, it going? Oh, it's, it's good, thanks. Still in lockdown up, up here in Auckland, but that's fine. That's, yeah, we're yeah. getting through it and we're doing it. We're doing yeah, it. Just, you, sometimes you just got to do what you can. You know, make coffee. Speaking <laughs> of, have you? I know you have a um, a really fancy coffee machine. I know you've been experimenting with some latte foam art. How's that going? I, I'm getting really good in lockdown. I made <laughs> like a big smiley face, nice, which was awesome, and I made a big J, J for Jose. Yeah, great, very abstract. Yeah, I felt real special about that. <laughs> so thank you for asking. It's um, Cassie, of course, is uh, down in Wellington, and I'm up at Auckland, uh, completely yep. different levels. Actually in the studio today as well, which is very sad, not having a Jose or Alice to join us. That's okay. We'll be we'll we'll <laughs> be back in the office soon, I'm sure. Hey, let's uh let's crack on. Thanks, Cassie, for joining us today. Appreciate it. Yeah. Let's yeah. crack hit on. Me with some news. I, just, I will hit you with some news. <laughs> not literally though. Uh, so today the Briscoes Group announced its half year results and they are expecting to hit a full year record profit. Hang on, is this Briscoe's? The Briscoe's whose ads feature seemingly immortal Tammy Wells? This is the one and the same. And for your information, the Briscoe's group doesn't just include the perpetually on sale homewares chain, but also Rebel Sport and Living and Giving. So obviously the results here will include financials from across all these businesses. Right, uh, so what's the details? So the company reported a net profit after tax of $47 million. Again, that's for the half year up to August. That is a 70% increase from the same period last year where they recorded a $28 million profit. And before you ask, Briscoe's attributed the bounce in profit to pent-up demand after COVID lockdowns. Mm, speaking of lockdowns, did they give any indication about how this lockdown has affected their business? Uh, yes, they did. They noted that lockdowns can have a severe financial impact. That says in the last two weeks of August, after the announcement of the Level 4 lockdown on the 18th, the company lost $17 million. It reckons that September will probably see the same impact as August on their business. But they're confident about the rest of the year, depending on the lifting of the lockdown and if post-lockdown consumer demand is the same as last year, they reckon profit this year could be as high as $85 million. Wow. Um, there's been a lot of disruptions to the si supply chain this year. Did they give any indication that they're worried about this? Yeah, the, the term worried wasn't used, but it's enough of a potential issue that they're piling up a lot more stock than usual. They've indicated today that they're holding around $101 million worth of inventory compared with $86 million uh, well, stacked. Absolutely <laughs> stacked. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, if I can't immediately order an electric fry pan or a bread maker, I get pretty angsty. <laughs> Was there anything else in the announcement? Yeah, I mean, I get you. I'm totally into steam mops at the moment. Uh, there's <laughs> several tabs open of those bad boys. So Briscoe says it'll pay an interim, uh, sorry, yeah, an interim dividend of $11.5 per share. 
That's up from a uh, from last year's dividend, which was at nine dollars per share. Payment will be made on the fourteenth of October. Nice, thanks for that, Jose. Um, okay, so I know we had a really heavy airplane airplane centric day of news yesterday, but I've got another story from Air New Zealand for you. How can there be even more airplane news? Well, it seems like Air New Zealand has got its future on its mind because it announced that it's planning to have an electric aircraft in its fleet by 2030 and plans to eventually replace an entire fleet with of aircrafts um, which are powered by alternative energy. That is absolutely saucy, but I don't even know how an electric plane would work. Please explain more. Um, it involves a really, really fat battery, like <laughs> okay. a 3.8 metric ton type of battery. Um, and this has been one of the main issues for building an electric plane since the idea was conceived sometime in the 1800s. Oh, wow. Because um, to power a whole plane, you need a massive battery. Um, and to actually fly the heavy battery, you need an even bigger plane. So it's kind of this ongoing scenario. <laughs> right, yeah. Because it's um, kind of like a the, the sort of um, relationship between like how heavy the battery is and if it's heavier it uses more like energy, right? Like that yeah. sort of thing as well. Eh? Yeah, very much so. Um, but Air New Zealand obviously isn't, um, is feeling pretty optimistic uh, since 2030 really isn't that far away. Okay, so what would introducing an electric plane look like for Air New Zealand? Um, the airline said that the first use of a zero carbon aircraft would be a single engine plane for cargo rather than for passengers. Um, but a 20 to 30 seat twin engine plane should be viable in the next 10 years. Um, and as for the alternative energy powered planes, uh, there isn't too much info on these yet, but it sounds like Air New Zealand has been looking into planes that run on green hydrogen instead of jet fuel. Right. Um, so hydrogen can be used uh, to power a fuel cell to generate electricity, or it can um, be directly combusted for motive power. Um, and the only waste product is clean water, um, and it packs a lot of energy per unit of mass, so three times more than conventional jet fuel, and more than a hundred times of that uh, of a lithium-ion batteries. So yeah, very zoom zoom. <laughs> sounds promising. That sounds awesome. So why is clean energy suddenly such a concern for Air New Zealand? Mm, so Air New Zealand says that um, customers are increasingly concerned about the environment and the impact flying has on it. Uh, so it kind of comes back to this classic case of if there's enough consumer demand, companies will kick their A's into G and make something happen. Um, we also know that Air New Zealand is meant to, oh, that New Zealand as a whole is meant to get to net mm. zero carbon emissions by 2050. Um, and if we're going to reach that target, then there's going to need to be some changes from key airline players like Air New Zealand. Have any other airplanes? Said they might use electric planes. <laughs> yeah, um, so there's been an increasing interest in zero emissions airplanes from other smaller New Zealand airlines. So um, Sounds Air, the Marlborough-based regional airline, mm. who recently outlined its plans to be operating at least three electric aircrafts by 2026. Um, and if this goes ahead as planned, Sounds Air will be on track to make history as the first airline in Australasia to pioneer electric travel. Well, a bit of a competition on by the looks of it. So does this mean that, what does this mean for Air New Zealand shareholders? Uh, it's hard to know really. There's still no real concrete plans here, um, but the company has said that COVID has not slowed down its sustainability goals. And it looks like as long as uh, public demand for zero emission air travel is alive and well, Air New Zealand will try and make something happen. Cool, thanks very much, Cassie. Um, and lastly, we're looking at Westpac's attempt to be remo- to remove itself from Fiji and Papua New Guinea. What's the story here, Jose? 
Okay, so Westpac's been looking to sell its Papua New Guinea operations for some time. It did have a buyer, and it still has a buyer, but the competition regulator in Papua New Guinea has stopped that in its tracks, denying authorization for the sale. So many questions. Uh, who were Westpac trying to sell to? Okay, so last year Westpac announced its intention to sell its majority shareholdings in Westpac Fiji and Westpac Bank PNG Limited to Kina Securities. So Kina runs Kina Bank, which is the third largest bank in Papua New Guinea with around 165,000 customers. The sale would have bumped that up to a customer base of half a million in Papua New Guinea. It also would have left just two banks operating in the country, Kina and a bank South Pacific. Mm, okay, I think I get what might have been the issue for the competition watchdog now. Yeah, too right. So the Independent Consumer and Competition Commission in Papua New Guinea actually made a preliminary decision in July which ruled against the sale on the grounds it would decrease a, a competition. At the time, Keener and Westpac challenged that determination, but ultimately their arguments weren't enough to convince the ICCC. Um, and what was the reaction from Westpac? In a statement to the ASX, Westpac acknowledged the decision and they said that they will continue to operate their businesses while they undertake a review. Um, but back in August, the CEO, Peter King, told an ICCC hearing that if they didn't have the option to divest from Papua New Guinea, their, quote, only remaining option, end quote, would be to progressively scale down the business and exit when they could. Mm, I see, I see. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting to make that joke for, for <laughs> yes. a minute. Uh, that was a recap for the 14th of September. Thank you very much for listening, and thanks to Cassie for uh, stepping in today. Hey, thank you. Um, and if you're enjoying what you're here, please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Absolutely. Kaki Mate Matewa.